0: Praise God. Praise God. Anyone thankful that he has put some things behind you, some things in our past. Our past has been erased. Amen. Revelation talked about these are they. they white robes. They're made white by the blood of the lamb who've been washed by the blood. Thank God for the blood. There's still power in the blood. Amen, amen, amen. There's healing power in the name of Jesus. There's power in His name, there's power in His blood. Thankful, thankful. Some things that God put in our past. Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind. Forget those things which are behind behind sometimes you just need to forget those things sometimes you need some spiritual amnesia you just need to forget those things which you've already put under the blood when The enemy tries to bring it up or even your flesh tries to bring up your past. You say, that's under the blood. You don't know of what you speak. You can just say, get thee behind me, Satan. You can't come on this side of the blood. You see, there's a... There's a great gulf between the enemy and us because he can't come beyond the blood. <laughs> Some may not hearing me right now. He can't come beyond the blood. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. you got the blood of Jesus. That has separated you from your past, from the enemy. He can't come to where you are now. Oh, thank God for the blood of the Lamb. (laughs) Amen. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I once was blind, oh, but I crossed over. Now I see. He's given us wisdom and revelation. He gave us mercy and grace. He gave His very blood for us. Praise God. God, devil, you can't come where we are now. And you're not dragging me back over either. I've crossed over into blessing. I've crossed over into the promise. Well, hallelujah. This resonating with anyone right now. Amen, amen, amen. Forgetting those things which are behind. I press. I press toward the mark for the prize, the high calling in Christ. Oh, praise God, praise God. How many are thankful you're on this side of the blood? <clears throat> amen. All kinds of types and shadows. It was the Red Sea that they crossed over. The Red Sea. I don't think that's a coincidence. There was a blood that had to be sacrificed. It was called the Passover blood. And then when they entered into the Promised Land, the Jordan River, that's a place where Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist's art. Example, 1,400 years after they crossed over the same place, Bethabar, the place of passage. I've passed over. There's some things that we get to put behind us and leave there. Some things that are under the blood and on the other side. When the enemy tried to follow them through the Red Sea, God said, no, you can only come so far. I've come to tell somebody right now, the Holy Ghost, you just need to plead the blood, and that's as far as the enemy can go. Amen. Come on. Come on. Somebody needs it right now, as every eye is closed right now, somebody just needs to begin to plead the blood of Jesus and tell the enemy right now that the thing you've been dealing with, devil, that's as far as you can go. I got the blood of Jesus on my life. Get thee behind me, Satan. That's as far as you can come. God's going to destroy. God's going gr- to do a great work in Jesus' name. By the precious blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Somebody's speaking to the enemy that's been hot on your heels. You've come far enough. You can't come any further. I plead the blood, I plead the name of Jesus over you. I come against you in the name of Jesus. You've come far enough. Oh, praise God. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. Are you thankful for the blood of the Lamb? Yeah. Man, that's a whole message right there. Amen. I don't have any of that in my notes, but that's good stuff. I might even buy my own CD tonight. Praise God. Isn't God good? Amen. Enough is enough. Pharaoh can only come so far. And God to put a pillar of fire behind them to hold him up and say, uh uh-uh, uh, you gotta wait. My people are crossing through the blood. I feel like God has given some people a space of time. I feel like oh, you feel what I'm feeling right now? God has given us a space of time. To go forward in His name in the blood of the Lamb. To move forward into the promise. God has put His hand up against the enemy and said, enough is enough. And when God removes the fire, it's only for one purpose. It's so that the enemy can come in and be destroyed by the very thing that is saving you. God's going to take the same thing. So when you plead the blood, it not only brings deliverance, but it it makes war against the enemy. Matter of fact, when the devil comes and tries to bring up your past, all you got to do is point to the blood. You just got to point to the cross. That was on the other side of the cross. That was B.C. before Jesus Christ. The wages of sin Is death But the gift of God Calvary, salvation, the blood of Jesus Is everlasting, eternal life So the devil wants to bring up your past Your mistakes, you just point to the blood You just point to the cross I put that under the blood a long time ago. I repented of my sin, and he's faithful and just to forgive. Oh, hallelujah. Thank God for the blood. Praise God. It's on the other side.
1: It's on the other side of Calvary.
0: Calvary. wages of sin yeah you're right it's death he paid the price now we get to live he said in John 10 and 10 I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly Brother Tracy opened the service about preservation and he even used the word abundant God has come that we might have life that we might have abundant life and abundant joy and abundant peace. an abundant Holy Ghost. <laughs> abundant power with God. Abundant power in God. Abundant salvation. Praise God. Amen. And are you thankful for that? Praise God. Amen. I appreciate prayers of this church. Brother Williams was taken by ambulance this morning. All morning, his heart—he was, was having a <clears throat> fib, and his heart was having issues. They really began uh, to be really were concerned, beginning to get gravely concerned because he was his speech was impaired, and he was having all these symptoms of either heart attack or a stroke. Called the ambulance. The ambulance took him in this afternoon. They ran tests. As soon as I heard, we. Put out the call to the church to pray. Lo and behold, he's already home. Can't find anything wrong. Heart is beating as it should. Amen. I'm thankful for a praying church. I'm thankful for a God who hears the prayers of a praying church. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank God for the blood. Amen. I I do feel this tonight to share. I I don't know how long I'll be. It could be just a few minutes. I just want God to have his will. I feel like God's already talked to us in the last five minutes. And uh, my goodness, I feel good in the Holy Ghost. I feel good in my spirit tonight. And I just want to kind of pick up on what we, the spirit that I feel in this place right now. Deuteronomy chapter 28. I'll read quickly. I want to read a few verses here. <coughs> I feel like I have a good encouraging word for somebody in this house. Deuteronomy chapter 28, chapter 28, verse number 1. Again, thank you to all, all the musicians and the praise team. Tremendous job this morning, tonight. Please keep your, my wife and, and daughter, Alyssa, in your prayers. They are still in Texas. Will be returning this week and so pray that God would give them a safe return and uh, they have been uh, ministered to at the conference and in church today and um, just thankful they're able to go and it shall come to pass if everybody say if yes. thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord. If, if you'll listen diligently, if you'll take earnest heed, if you'll pay close attention to what the voice of God is telling you to do and how to live, to observe and to do all His commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee, hear this, on high above all nations, if you'll listen to the voice, God will set thee high above all nations of the earth. <clears throat> if, that, if, the, if this country would listen to the voice of God, if people would listen and if this church will continue to listen, God will set us high above all nations. And all these blessings, everybody love blessings? Shall come on thee and overtake thee. Man, I love it when a blessing overtakes me. I didn't see it coming, and you just get another blessing. And if thou shalt hearken, listen, heed unto the voice of the Lord thy God, he says it again. You have to be obedient to the voice of God, to the word of God. Amen. Blessed. Shalt thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. In other words, wherever you go, you will be blessed, if you'll just be obedient to the Word of God. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, and the increase of thy kind, and thy flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be the basket of thy store, and blessed shall thou be when thou comest in. and Blessed shalt thou be when thou go. Man, that's a lot of blessings. It's a lot of blessing for simply being obedient to the word of God. The Lord, verse 7, shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. Oh, yes. (laughs) Simply because you were obedient. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. What that's saying is. The force that comes against you will be broken into seven pieces. The thing that comes against you will have to be dispersed in seven different. It's the hand of God. That's amazing. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses. Man, that's awesome. And all that thou settest thine hand unto. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee a holy people unto himself. As he hath sworn unto thee. If, there it is again. Thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God. He says it a third time. And walk in his ways. And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord. And they shall be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, in the fruit of thy body, in the fruit of thy cattle, in the fruit of thy ground. Are you catching it? Every time there's a blessing, it's because someone's been obedient to the commandments of God. And in the land which the Lord sware unto thy fathers to give thee, the Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in his season and to bless all the work of thine hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations and thou shalt not borrow. You're going to have enough to give. Verse 13. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. Who I feel the Holy Ghost. Thou shalt be above only. Thou shalt not be beneath. If thou that, if that thou hearken unto, if. There it is again. If that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. Praise God. I want to preach on a simple, simple thought. Heads or tails? Heads or tails? God, help us tonight. God, help me tonight. I thank you that you've already spoken in this place. I thank you that you've already moved. I pray you would continue to move and bless your people. Give us ears to hear what thus saith the word of God for us in this house. I pray in the matchless name of Jesus Christ. We give you all the glory and all the praise. We honor you tonight in Jesus' name. Can we give the Lord a hand clap as we're seated tonight? Amen. Praise God. How many have ever flipped a coin? How many have ever seen a coin toss? Someone, you usually have two sides, and whoever calls the right side of the coin, whether it's heads or tails, wins the coin toss. I usually call heads. From this moment on, I probably will forever call heads, because I want to be the head, not the tail. But at a coin toss in a coin, there's a heads and a tails, and, and, on a, and when you toss the coin, Whoever, uh, whichever side shows up is the one that wins. But I'm going to tell you in the scripture, the Bible says it's the head and not the tail that is that is above and not beneath. And you get to determine which side of the coin you get to fall on. I'm not going to leave the blessing of God up to chance in my life. I'm not going to just... Just leave it up to chance and say it rains on the just and the unjust alike. And I know it does, but there's some blessings that I believe God has for us, this church, for His people, that He absolutely wants us to have. And we can guarantee them because His promises are yea and amen. If we'll keep His commandments. In other words, I can predict to you. I don't know if I'd call it prophecy, but I can predict to you. Which side of the spiritual coin is going to pop up? If you'll love the Lord thy God and keep him only unto Him and keep His commandments, it's going to, you're going to come up heads every time. Because God has made us the head and not the tail. If you'll keep His commandments, you'll be the head and not the tail. You'll be high above and not low beneath. We'll be overcomers and more than conquerors and not underachievers. I'll just put it to you this way. We'll be winners and not losers. I've heard it said, I read the back of the book and we win. Well, I've read front to the back and I'm going to tell you, every time someone has kept the commandments of God and was obedient unto the word of God, always came out on top. Didn't say they were perfect. I said they kept his commandments. When they made a mistake, they found forgiveness. When they made a mistake, they got up and kept on trucking. Yeah. Let me give you some examples. Abraham was it was his first name was Abram, he was changed to Abraham. A guy by the name of Jacob, he was a deceiver, he was the tail of the situation. He came out hanging on to his brother's heel. He was the tail, but yet God turned it around and made him ahead. Why? Because he said, I'm going to pursue, and I'm going to seek after, and I'm going to keep the commandments of God. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get a blessing. Praise God. There was a determination to receive the blessing. God changed his name from Jacob to Israel. I love the story of Joseph, 17 years of age, and God gives him a couple dreams. He sees the stars, and everything is bowing down to him, and He sees the wheat and the the harvest, everybody's bowing down to him, and you know, his brothers just love that. They were just so overjoyed when he shared with them the dreams that God had given him. They were so happy with that, they decided to take the coat of many colors that his father had made just for him, and rip it off his back, and sell him into slavery and put blood all over it and say a, a wild beast came and, and destroyed him and, and, and he's, he's no longer with us and they sold him down into slavery and went down into Potiphar's house. Feels like the tale to me, doesn't it? God, I, th- I thought you gave me some dreams. To- I didn't see this in the dream. I didn't see this on the side of the coin that I thought popped up for me. Yet he was faithful to God and he kept living for God and when he had the opportunity to sin and transgress the law of God and what he knew to be right and wrong, he said, I'm going to do that which is right. ended up finding himself in a prison cell down in Egypt. Woo, isn't that great? blessed, wasn't he? Interprets the dreams, and then years later, Pharaoh has a dream, and Joseph comes, and he interprets the dream. Pharaoh makes him second in command, second in power, second only to Pharaoh himself over the entire region, country of Egypt. He had been falsely accused. He had been imprisoned. Finally, after the years of great harvest, a year of uh, famine, the seven years of plenty, the seven years, and his, his brothers come down to Egypt because they had grain, they had storehouses full of blessing because they were faithful. Even Pharaoh was faithful, faithful to the voice of the man of God in his life, Joseph. He said, whatever Joseph says to you, that's what you're going to do. They stored up after seven years of plenty, so they had plenty for the seven years of famine and drought. Here comes his brothers. And at 39 years of age, 22 years later, the dream came to fruition. Because Joseph wasn't the tail, but he was the head. Moses left Egypt with his tail between his legs. Walks on the backside of the desert. Following sheep. Have you ever follow sheep? I haven't walked behind sheep, but I have driven behind sheep. Literally, a herd of sheep in front of me going down the road. Not to be gross, but the car was going. Tick-a, 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 tick-a. You can. Figure out what the digga, 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 digga was. (laughs) Needless to say, I had to go through a car wash at one point. Following sheep around. Looks like he's the tail. Looks like he's the backside of a desert. He's on the back end. Kind of get the picture. I'm trying to be as you can. Let's just say it's always better to be the head than the tail. (laughs) Hello. Yet Moses returns. He left with his tail between his legs, but he comes out, the man of God and the deliverer of the people of Israel comes to tell the pharaoh hey let God's people go and he comes and he speaks in the ten plagues and they cross over the Red Sea why he came back a different person simply obedient what changed he had an encounter with God at a burning bush he was on the backside he was on the tail of everything But God said, you go. And he was obedient to the voice of God. And when you are obedient to the voice of God, God will take you from being on the backside and he'll put you front and center in the very blessing and delivering hand of God. All you need to do is make up your mind, I'm going to be obedient to whatever God is telling me. I want to heed the voice of God. That's why you get to determine whether you're going to be the head or the tail, yes. by your obedience, right. Right. by your decision to be obedient to the voice of God in your life. Amen. We find another example of Ruth. She was a Moabite woman. They called her Moabitus, the Bible says, she was the lowest of the low. Right. 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 Naomi and her family comes and she marries Naomi' one of her sons, and he dies. Now she is a widow. She's the lowest of the low. She comes back with Ruth. She's a stranger. She's a foreigner. She's a Moabitess. Sounds like a disease, doesn't it? Moabitess. Ooh, that sounds like... But I love the story of Ruth. I'm not going to get into the whole story because I just don't have time, but I love the story of Ruth and how... Her faithfulness, and she said, thy God shall be my God. What she was saying was, the voice of God in your life is going to be the voice of God in my life. Wherever you go, that's where I'm going to go. Whatever God tells you to do, that's what I'm going to do. If it's good enough for you, it'll, it'll work for me too. I'm just going to, I'm, your God is going to be my God. I'm just, watch you say this, I'm going to be obedient to the one true God. And God said, hey, that gets my attention. So much more. He took the lowest of the low, a Moabite woman, a stranger. And he said, I'm going I'm to graft you into the blessing and the promise. You've been the tail, but you're going to be part of the head. She comes back with Naomi, she ends up marrying Boaz. One who just lost everything. Now she's gained everything. Not only is she a Moabite, but now she's part of the lineage, not just of Obed and of Jesse and of David and eventually Jesus Christ himself. Why? God's telling, hey, I can take somebody from the very lowest of the low and I can flip the coin. I believe God wants to flip the coin for somebody in this place. All you need to do is say, God, I'm going to heed the voice of God. I'm going to hear the voice of God. I'm going to be obedient to the voice of God in my life. I'm going to keep the commandments. I'm going to do whatever it takes to present my body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is my reasonable service. Why, why, why? Because I want to be the head and not the tail. Praise God. Amen. David was tending his father's sheep. He was just doing what he was expected, what he was told to do. He was being obedient. Isn't obedience better than sacrifice? You find that phrase, that concept, obedient, is better than sacrifice when Saul disobeyed God. And God said, I'm going to, I've refused him, Saul, and I'm going to find me another. Because obedience to the commandments of God is better than any sacrifice. God loves sacrifice and He'll honor a free will offering. And he'll honor your sacrifice, but you need to be obedient under the Word of God. That's the most important thing. Praise God. So David is out there tending sheep and Samuel comes to the house of Jesse. And he says, get your boys out here. And they get, he gets his sons out there. He looks at Eliab and Samuel thinks, man, look at this dude. This is a big old, big old dude. He looks good, a handsome guy, big and strong. He's already a warrior. Surely this is the Lord's anointing. God said, nope. Why? Because he's got the big head. I want to have the mind of Christ. I want to keep his commandments, not mine. We already shouted and screamed and hollered now. Samuel starts going down the line. Nope. You got up there. You got Shammah there. You got Abinadab there. He keeps on going down the line. None of these boys are the are gonna be the head of Israel. Y'all a bunch of tails. It was like that. The spiritual coin was flipped and every one of them lost. I wonder if David would have had an older brother that would have been obedient to the voice of God. I wonder if the scripture would have been changed and the lineage of Christ would have been a little different. We'll never know because none of them were. God rejected all of them. Samuel said, is this all your boys? And Jesse said, oh wait. There is one more. This young guy named named David. You can imagine the look on the brothers' faces. What? Yeah, he's out there following the sheep? The humble one, the obedient one, the faithful one. Right. Samuel says, "Hey, nobody sit down until he comes back because he's going to be the one. Yeah. God's made him the head, not the tail." see, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, turn from their wicked ways and seek my face, then, it's an if then, if you will humble, if you'll be obedient, God will make you the head and not the tail. He'll hear from heaven. He'll heal your land. He'll provide what you have need of. Praise God. David, you're just out there outside of Bethlehem. You're just tending your father's sheep just like a good old faithful shepherd boy. Yep, that's the one God's looking for. The last to be considered to become king, he's going to be the head, not the tail. He's going to get anointed by Samuel. He's the least to be considered. He's going to be the least to be considered to fight the giant. This is how obedient David was. He's Saul's armor-bearer in 1 Samuel 16, already called a man of war. He was proficient, I believe, already with the sling, but he was proficient in some way. 1 Samuel 17, you know, I love this revelation. David was there at the beginning when the giant came out the very first day, but he left. Why? He was being obedient to his father. He went and returned to take care of his father's sheep. I wonder if that was the final test for David. You're Saul's armor bearer. You're here at the battle. You've arrived. You're with the big brothers now. You're walking with the king. 1 Samuel 16, he becomes the king, Saul's personal armor bearer. He's already playing before, he's in the court, he's at the king. He's, man, you've arrived, you're in the palace well, my dad asked me take care of the sheep so I'm going to be obedient as much as I would like to see how this is going to turn out, y'all as much as I'd like to see about this big giant and how he's going to fall I'm going to be obedient go down to verse 14 and 15 of 1 Samuel 17 you find David he leaves and he returns to take care of his father's sheep And he's there. And then what happens? It's not until after 40 days, Jesse comes to David and says, "Okay, boy, why don't you take some lunch and food and go see how things are going? David's like, I thought you'd never ask. What did David do? He was being obedient to the voice of authority in his life. Okay, dad, I'll do that. And I'm really happy to go and I think in that last 40 days there was a lion and there was a bear that had come against the sheep and David defended him why? because that was his responsibility if you'll be faithful over the little things God will make you faithful over great things we talked about this about effective ministry the other night, Friday night, with our ministers. If we'll be a, if we'll be faithful to the little things, God will give us responsibility. I shared with them the other night. Responsibility only comes from faithfulness. God won't be give you anything he, <laughs> to be responsible until you're first until you first show yourself faithful. David was faithfully executing the duties that he was asked to do. He was faithful in what God was asking him to do. And because he was faithful, God anointed him king. Because he was faithful, God gave him the responsibility to take down the giant. And after he kills the giant, isn't it ironic (laughs) that this... Young shepherd named David goes out there and takes the head of the giant. Who's the tail now? Hello, y'all still awake? Man, I don't come to tell somebody tonight, you're the head, not the tail. You've been faithful. You're still faithful. God's made you the head and not the tail. You are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. And I just believe that tonight, God... It's telling somebody, hey, I'm I'm flipping the coin because you are choosing or have chosen to be obedient and to walk with me and to keep my commandments and say, hey, I'm going to church. I'm walking with God. I'm staying in church. God says, you flip the coin all by yourself. You're no longer gonna be tails, you're gonna be heads. Because you're a faithful, obedient unto the Lord. Proverbs 8:34, blessed is the man that heareth shaman which means to obey. Blessed is the man that obeys me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. For whoso findeth me findeth life and shall obtain favor of the Lord. If you want to be heads and not the tail, you just need to start obeying the Lord. Psalms 119 and 2. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with their whole heart. Proverbs 3 and 1, my son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck and write them upon the table of thine heart. So that so shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. How does that happen? You keep my commandments, God said. Psalms 119 and 10, With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Verse 58, I entreated thy favor, thy face, with my whole heart. Be merciful unto me according to thy word. Deuteronomy thirty and nine, and the Lord thy God will make thee plenteous in every work of thine hand, in the fruit of thy body, and in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy land, for good. For the Lord will again rejoice over thee for good, and he re- as he rejoiced over thy fathers. If everybody say if, yes. don't you then all that other stuff right there I just read doesn't that sound good? Don't you want to have plenty? Don't you want to be bountiful? Don't you want to have peace that passeth understanding? Don't you want more joy of the Holy Ghost? He said, you'll have it if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to keep His commandments and His statutes, which are written in this book of the law. And if thou shalt turn unto the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul. Let me just tell you how it works. Obedience works. Obedience will always bring blessing." obedience will always bring favor obedience will always give you the side of the coin as head and not the tail why am i trying to be obedient the best i can to the word of god because i want to be the head and not the tail i want the favor of god i want the blessing of god upon me i want the blessing and favor of god in this church oh praise god there's blessings and favors and miracles like we've seen today Simply because there are those in this sanctuary tonight that are simply living a life obedient unto Christ. Because you are keeping the commandments of God. Because you've decided to, to, hey, I'm going to live for God. I'm going to be faithful to the word of God. I'm going to be faithful to the house of God. And God is rewarding us because of our faithfulness and obedience. Praise God. And I'll... I'm closing. I just literally finished the first point. Psalms five and twelve for thou, O Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor wilt thou compass him as with a shield. Praise God. I want the favor of God. I want the blessing of God. Now don't equate the blessing and favor of God to not to having no problems. You're going to have problems in this world. You shall have tribulation. It's going to happen. But through it all, amen, it's kind of like the coins being tossed up in the air. It's flipping and turning. It's flipping and turning. kind of feels like life sometimes, doesn't it? How many feel like you've been flipping and turning? Sometimes you feel like you're going through the roller coaster of life. Flipping and turning. and Flipping and turning. You just keep on be- on being obedient to the word of God. You just keep on being faithful to God. And I'm going to tell you, it's always going to come up heads. Amen. Just give it time. It's going to come up. You might be flipping and turning and waiting a long time for it, but when it lands, hello, when it lands, I'm coming out on top. <laughs> I just want to tell somebody tonight: You're gonna. To, everything's gonna be all right. You're gonna come out on top and not beneath. He said, "I made you the head and not the tail. You're gonna be on top or above and not beneath." Amen. Amen. Might be doing a lot of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, you might hit and roll around and bounce around a little bit. Honey when the music stops. and the coin settles. You see, I don't mean to be carnal, but in a football game, they always have the coin toss at the beginning. And whoever wins the coin toss gets to decide if they want to receive. You see, you get to decide to receive before the coin is ever flipped. Because you get to say, as for me and my house, we're going to be faithful. We're going to live for God. We're going to keep His commandments. So I know the coin is going to get flipped. But when all the dust is settled, we're coming out on top. And when I come out on top, I get to receive a blessing And the favor of God. I might be going through some things. It's called life. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna be tossed and I'm gonna be turned. But as long as I am faithful to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I'm coming out on top. Why? Because God made us the head and not the tail, He put us above and not beneath. We are victors. We act more than conquerors. Why don't we all stand and give God some praise? I'm choosing to receive a blessing. I'm choosing to receive a blessing. I choose to be blessed. I'm choosing the favor of God. Can I choose favor? You want the favor of God? Start being obedient. You want the blessing of God? Just say, I'm, just make up your mind. I'm going to be faithful to God. Again, I, I apologize for being cordial. But they usually they usually ask one of the captains. Call it. And you gotta call it before they flip it calling heads I'm calling I'm calling favor Before the problem even comes Sister Baker before the the trial even comes We're calling heads We're going to come out on top We're going to be on the winning side I choose to receive Every blessing Every favor. Everything that God wants to bless us. I'm choosing to receive. How are you going to control? I'm telling you, I'm going to be faithful, obedient to the Lord. Call it. Isn't that the coolest thing? You determine how the coin through your obedience to his word Joseph there were probably times he was going yeah. I didn't see this in the dream
1: times that he's in the
0: prison See this in the Joseph what do you call I'm calling heads. I don't know how and I don't know when but as long as I stay true to him I'm coming out on top and at the age of 39 here comes some Israelites, they didn't even recognize him. They came and what are they? They bowed before his throne. wonder if he how do you like the Hello? Came out on top. Why? Because he stayed faithful. He stayed true. He continued to be obedient to his God. And if you will, if, there it is again, five times in this passage, if we will stay obedient to him, we're going to come out on top. We will be victorious. We will be more than conquerors. If you'll be obedient, this is what I want you to do. I want you to do something to show God that you are going to be and continue to be obedient unto His voice, unto His word, unto Him. You want to sing? You want to shout? You want to jump? You want to pray? I'm just asking you to do something. To say... God, I am going to be obedient. Not my will, but thy will. I got to throw this in there. Jesus prayed, not my will, but thy will be done. In the garden. Do you know what happened? Yeah, he went to the cross. But guess what? He came out on top. He came out on top. There was a resurrection that took place. Why? Because he said, not my will, but thy will. He came out on top so you could come out on top. He came out victorious so we could come out victorious. Oh, somebody give him praise.